We want to welcome you to another episode on MBKI's Radio Broadcasting Network. Prepare yourself and get ready and allow the Spirit of the Lord to transform your mind. And here's your host, Apostle Anthony Baxter. Somebody needs to make that confession of faith tonight. Say it. I will never be the same. Not after being be to God. Can you hear me now? Amen. I do apologize. Hallelujah. Here we go. Glory be to God. Yeah, we had some technical difficulties, but I just want to praise God anyhow. Hallelujah. This must be a powerful message that's coming forth because the enemy showed up, didn't want us to come on tonight. Glory be to God. Again, I want to welcome each and every person on to MBKI's Kingdom Encounter. Hallelujah, where we have made a mentoring going on tonight. And let me just explain a little bit pertaining to beta mentoring. The Lord gave us this uh, some years back, hallelujah, when he was showing us that individuals had no platform to exercise their gifts. They had nowhere to grow so that they can go out and do thus says the Lord. Many members, excuse me, many leaders, uh, kind of like people looking at the back of their heads for many, many years. You know what I mean? But if you look in the Bible, it says that the apostles only stayed with Jesus for three years. And within the time of them staying with Jesus, hallelujah, they were out doing and grooving and doing the things that God had called them to do to prepare them to do what they did after Christ left. Amen. So we want to give you an opportunity here to be able to move in your gift. So we have many different uh, leaders, up and coming leaders, hallelujah, that will be coming on throughout the remaining of the year and into next year, because we are setting up to expand, hallelujah, MBKI ministries, hallelujah, and having uh, churches throughout the country and in other countries. Amen. Glory be to God. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get things started. We're going to go ahead and get things started hallelujah, with a little bit of music. Hallelujah. How's that? We got to worship, bring God into the atmosphere. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We're going to go here with a little bit of overflow.
Glory be to God. Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come before your throne as humbly and as boldly as we know how, Father God, giving thanks to you. Glory be to God. Father, if there's anything in this day that we may have said, done, or thought that goes against your word, Father God, we ask, Lord, now that you forgive us, Father. Forgive us, Father God, of our missions and our commissions. Forgive us, Father God, for those thoughts that we thought, Father God, that goes against your word. Hallelujah. Forgive us for the hate and the unforgiveness, hallelujah, that we may feel in our hearts. Hallelujah, Father God, for you are worthy. You are worthy, Father God, and we just give you the praise and the honor. In Jesus' name, Father God, we give all the praise to you. Lord God, we are broken. We are broken, Father God, and we're turning on to you to heal us, Father
thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. How many of us on this line are broken? Hallelujah. I mean, just broken. Hallelujah. It's only Christ that can mend us. He's the mender of the broken heart. Amen. Glory be to God. Again, I want to welcome everyone back to NDKI's Beta Mentoring Prince Line. Amen. Hallelujah. Tonight, we have a special guest. Hallelujah. Uh, I can't wait for this message is going to take us somewhere. But before we get into that, I just want to go over uh, some of the announcements uh, that we have here on tonight. All right. So tonight being Friday, we do have beta mentoring uh, as we are on the line. Amen. Hallelujah. The phone number that you have dialed in on the 515-605-9839. This is a number that we use throughout the week. Amen. Now, tomorrow we'll be having at noon Pacific Standard Time, 3 o'clock. Eastern Time and 2 o'clock Central, an hour of power. This is our prayer line. How many of you know God said you couldn't tarry with me for one hour? Hallelujah. The uh, disciples as they fell to sleep. Can y'all tarry with my wife, Prophetess Donna Baxter, for one hour? Amen. If you have uh, any people that you know that may be uh, sick or uh, in, have some aches and pains in their body, some people may be confused in their minds, or maybe they're going through some uh, emotional pains. Hallelujah. Come on the line. Hallelujah. Let the Spirit of the Lord, hallelujah, bring healing to your soul. The number is 727-731-4401. Again, that's 727-731-4401. Now, this number is used on Saturdays. Amen. But it's also going to be used by ministers that are coming up, pastors that are coming up, apostles, prophets, teachers that are coming up. We'll be using this line, hallelujah, in the near future. we got some big things coming on MBKI, so y'all stay tuned. Amen. On Sundays, we have what is called My Brother's Keepers. Amen. Uh, that's at the 515 number. Amen. We are in the middle of our measures of a man. Hallelujah. How many of you know it's not your bank account? It's not the size of your private parts that makes you a man. It's your character. Your character makes you uh, a man. What Do you qualify to even call yourself a man? Why don't y'all tune in and we can see where you stand. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. That is 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hallelujah. And on uh, Wednesdays, we have Kingdom Encounter, which is our Bible study. Amen. And we are now in the middle of spiritual warfare. We are going through a series dealing with spiritual warfare. How many of you are tired of getting, how many of you are tired of getting beat up, hallelujah, uh, by the enemy, waking up? Hallelujah, you do your first breath, and he's already slapping you upside the head. Amen. We must learn how to fight the good fight of faith. Amen. Tune in, hallelujah, on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Hallelujah. Uh, 6, 7, 8, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 8 p.m. 
Central Standard Time. Those are the announcements. Now, as I stated, we have uh, a lot of things coming up. Matter of fact, put this on your calendar, okay? Tuesday, this coming up Tuesday, Prophet David Valentine, hallelujah, will be going forth with his new show called Embracing Us. I now may have it wrong, but I'm quite sure he'll let us know about it as he goes forth on tonight. This series is awesome. I don't know if you guys have heard the interview that he had done of me, uh, basically allowing me to tell a little bit of my story, where I've come from, the struggles that I went through to get where I'm at. See, somebody needs to hear your story because they are right where you used to be, and they're struggling like you may have struggled. So as they hear your story, they're able to hear the ability to come out of what they're into. Amen. So y'all tune in and don't be surprised if Prophet Valentine gives you a call one day and asks you, can you tell your story on his show? Amen. Glory be to God. Listen, people of God, buckle your seats. For those that know this man of God and those that may not know this man of God, by the end of this show, you will know this man of God. He's a powerful man of God, a great spiritual son. I, I love him dearly. And with no further ado, I'd like to announce to you or bring forth to you Prophet David Valentine. The floor is yours. given me. It is, uh, this message tonight is such a special message to me. I want to thank God for opening up beta mentoring for me to be able to be here with you guys tonight. Um, Before I get into my message, I wanted to uh, just kind of give you guys a little bit more context for my show Embracing Us on Tuesday night. Um, God gave me this series a very long time ago, and it's kind of been in my back pocket for several years, and it didn't go anywhere. I didn't have any inroads to be able to open up that series, and all of a sudden, God was just like, okay, here are the resources, here are the tools. This has been in your back pocket. Now I'm going to bring it out. The vision for Embracing Us is all about Whether you're struggling with something in your life, whether it's finances, it's family, it's marriage, it's kids, it's jobs, it's whatever it is, whether it is parts of you that you don't like about yourself uh, that you're struggling with, um, you know, the Bible says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. The Bible says that he knit us together in our mother's wombs and he knew us before we were born. And so we can learn to love ourselves the way that God loves us, the way that God made us. He made us fearfully and and wonderfully. And we can learn to love ourselves the way that God loved us, the way that he made us. In spite of the things that we've been through, our past, our story, our testimony, the things that we would say we're not proud of, the decisions we've made, um, in the midst of all of that, God has a way to bring us forth in the way that he designed us to walk in. The Bible says that, you know, you will hear a voice, 
behind you saying, this is the path, walk in it. So God has a way of bringing us out of the cloudiness and the stuff and the junk of our life and bringing us forth in love and fulfillment. Um, so every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Tuesday nights, um, I'm going to be going forth with the Embracing Us show. Um, every Tuesday night, I'm going to be uh, interviewing people who have been through the mud on some things. And God has brought them out, placed their feet on the solid rock, and who have just had incredible stories of what God has done. I want to bring hope. I want to bring healing and restoration to people who need to hear hope. The Bible says that he came to give us life and life abundantly. And the Bible also says that he came to give us a future and a hope. So embracing us is all about giving people hope for the future of what God is going to do in their lives. So join us on Tuesday nights. It's going to be an exciting show. Um, I have a few people lined up now like, that are on the radar. So um, join us. It's going to be an amazing series. Anyway, so I'm going to get into this message tonight that God has given me. And I had actually planned to preach another message tonight. And God has a way of just saying, okay, you know what? You can plan to do something, but I'm going to revamp what you think you're going to do. Um, and we just kind of have to just be obedient and go with the leadership of the Lord. I want to talk about something tonight. For thousands of years, the church has been in a pattern of a religious course that we've been on in the United States. And we have sold ourselves short on the fullness that God has for us in walking in supernatural understanding and supernatural wisdom and walking in the realms of the spirit, walking in the supernatural realms of the Holy Spirit and encountering God afresh and new, getting the downloads of heaven, uh, going into encounters with God, just enjoying his presence. And so um, what I wanted to talk about tonight, what I would entitle this message is going beyond the door. What do I mean by going beyond the door? Revelation chapter 4 Let's go there together. John of Patmos, the writer of Revelation, said in the beginning of Revelation chapter 4 that he saw a door standing open in heaven. Now, let's stop there for a second. Why would John of Patmos give us a picture or say that he saw a door standing open in heaven? Because it's an invitation for us to understand that there is a place beyond what we understand or we comprehend, what the human mind can comprehend. There's a place that we can go that is beyond anything that we could ever imagine. There's a place that we can go that there's always access to. The door is open. So what happens after John of Patmos says that this door is open is that he goes through the door and then he starts to have this encounter in Revelation chapter 4 of the throne room. 
we have, the church has been so desensitized into religion that we don't understand that we, as a religion, Christianity didn't actually start under Jesus Christ and his ministry. Constantine actually was the one who institutionalized Christianity as a religion. So for thousands of years, we have you know, gone under the, the title of being Christian when Jesus never himself or, orchestrated Christianity. He orchestrated his kingdom. The Bible says that his kingdom is not about food and drink, but about the power of God being realized. His kingdom is not of this earth. So we can't live our lives in a way where we stop at the door. We stop at the very door. It's open, but we stop right at the threshold of the door, and we don't go any further. We sell ourselves short on getting into the place of being able to go through the door to step into the realms of encounter with the Lord. Why is this so key to have encounters with the Lord? Here's why. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus was praying, and he asked the Father, he said, Father, for those that you have given me, I ask you that they would be with me where I am, that they would see my glory. So the heart and the design of Jesus, his desire for us, was that we would be with him where he is and to see his glory manifest. But where is that place? Where is that place where we see the glory of God manifest? It's beyond the door. Jesus rebuked the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the hypocrites, and he said that you don't enter into the kingdom of God And you do not allow other people who want to go in to go in. So I want to speak to the leaders, and I don't want to give a rebuke tonight because I want to give an encouragement. But it also comes with a warning, is that we are leaders. God made us leaders in the body of Christ. God made men leaders. In the body of Christ, God made men the leaders in their marriages, in their relationships. But God gave us the responsibility of leading people into the place of encountering the Lord. But we can't lead people into encounter if we're not encountering God for ourselves. Now is the time, especially where our nation is at, now is the time for us to dive into fresh new encounters with the Lord. We need new uh, new blueprints. We need blueprints from the Lord as to how to move from here. But we can't go get those blueprints if we don't go beyond the door. So now is the time when we need to learn how to go beyond the door. It's a place of no return. People may say, you know, oh, that brother, he's just, that sister, she's just way out there. She's just, she's lost it. He's lost it. It's, you know, we need to pray for that, that, that brother, that sister. When really, there's those of us 
and I'm going to say this, and I'm going to explain why I say this. God is releasing wild stallions into the earth right now who have been birthed in the place of the supernatural realms of the spirit. Back in 2013, God gave me a dream. And in the dream, I was standing in this open wide plain, and I saw these beautiful, magnificent, strong, wild stallions coming down the plain, and their hooves were shaking the earth beneath them. And they were breathing fire from their nostrils. And the sound coming from these wild stallions was an unbelievably magnificent sound that I have never heard before. And it jerked me out of my sleep and out of my dream. And I said, God, what's going on with this dream? And God said that he is bringing wild stallions back to the earth who have been birthed out of the, 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 the supernatural realms of the spirit, who are going to shake the earth, who are going to be breathing every time they release the word of the Lord, it's going to be released with the fire from the altar of heaven. My sisters and brothers, tonight I'm declaring to you, it's time that we go beyond the door. Isaiah 6, Isaiah said, he had this vision and in this vision, he saw the Lord high and lifted up. He saw the train of his robe, and it filled the temple. And he fell on his face as if dead. And the angels of God revived him. And they brought a coal from the altar of heaven. And they, they, they brought the coal to his lips. And he said, Isaiah said, that I am a man of unclean lips. What am I to do? And he heard a conversation in heaven, and the conversation was, who will go for us? Isaiah said, here am I, send me. This was not a physical thing that was happening. This was a vision. It was a dream. It was an encounter with the Lord that Isaiah was having. This is the very place where we have to get to in order to live a fulfilled ministry, to live a fulfilled life, is learning to go beyond the door. And it's time that we get there. It's time that we cross the threshold and we don't care and we throw caution to the wind as to what other people will think of us if we go through the threshing floor of this door and we just dive right in. That is the place where we can breathe. That is the place where we become wild stallions. The Bible says that the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. This is not the time to play coy with God at this current moment. This is the time where we get before the Lord and say, you know what? I refuse to stay at the status quo of where I've been in my life. I need fresh new encounters. I need the oil from heaven. There is this place where in the Bible there's this story of the five foolish virgins and the five wise virgins. And they all had their lamps. They had, the five had oil, five did not. The mystery there is that the five wise, they had their ministries. They all had their ministries. 
only five have the oil, the relationship, the intimacy with the Lord in the place to encounter beyond the door. The other five stopped at the door, and they didn't have oil at the end of the day. So when, when the call came forth to meet the bridegroom, the five didn't have the oil to be able to go where the five wise virgins went. But then there's a place that I, that I didn't say that, that's in that story, so I wanted to bring it back around. The five foolish virgins said to the five wise virgins, give us your oil. My brothers and sisters, now is not the time for people to be pulling on your oil. Now is the time for you to take your ministry, your lamp, to the bank of heaven and fill it with the oil of heaven. But that means that we have to go beyond the door. We have to step into the place and encounter. The Bible says that the fire on the altar shall never go out day or night. The coal that Isaiah had on his lips was taken from the very fire of heaven, from the very fire from the altar of heaven. Why was the coal so hot? It was because the fire never goes out. It's time that we acquire oil. The intimacy with God. And where is that? It's in the place of encounter. We are supposed to have eyes that can see in, inside the spirit realm. We're supposed to have ears that we can hear inside the spirit realm. It's time that we ask God. And to get on our faces, I'm not just talking about once or twice a day, but daily getting to the place of having to break your knees and get on the ground and have your face to the ground saying, God, I need fresh new revelation. I need your blueprint. I need a fresh encounter with you. I need to go beyond the door. God, take me beyond the door. The, the Bible says that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. He is the door. He is the way. He is the truth. And he is the life. Why? It's because life happens beyond the door. What is the way to life? It's the truth. What is what does the truth do about the way? The truth leads us to what the way is to life everlasting. And that life everlasting, the Bible says that the incorruptible will put on, or the, the, the corruptible will put on in the incorruptible. Where does that happen? It happens in the place of encounter. It happens beyond the door. When we go beyond the door, there's no limit to what we can encounter. There's no limit to what we can see. There's no limit to what we can hear. There's so much. The, the, the heavens are so vast that it, there's just no limit. But it means that we have to seek the Lord in truth and wisdom and ask God, teach me. God, how do I go beyond the door? 
I want fresh new encounter with you. God is willing to give you that encounter. The Bible says, to him who loves me and keeps my commandments, I will come and I will disclose myself to him. Jesus loves to disclose himself to his people. The Bible says that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. That means that daily we have to seek fresh encounter. We have to seek going beyond the door. That is where life happens for us. That is where we can breathe, ladies and gentlemen. That is where we can truly breathe is beyond the door. You want happiness? You want a life fulfilled? You want a successful life? You live beyond the door. That's where, that's where everything is at. That's where we get the stuff that we need. If we need grace, we find it beyond the door. If we need mercy, the Bible says if mercies are new every day, we go beyond the door. We have to teach the church at large in the United States that we have to learn how to get into the place again to go beyond the door. Whether you're Methodist, whether you're Catholic, whether you're you know, Baptist, whether you're Pentecostal, whatever it is. God put within us a holy hunger to say there's more than what I know. There's more. There's got to be more. There's something in our spirit that cry out, there's something more than what I know. What is that something more? Is encountering what's beyond the door. We have to get into a place where our desperation to encounter the Lord, to hear from him afresh, takes us into a place that is, is, is defying of what religion says is okay to do. Religion has its limits. It says you can only go this far until you're crazy, until you're insane. That's what religion says. Jesus was not about religion. He rebuked the religious leaders of his day because of the limits that they were putting on God's people. So religion has to get thrown out. Has to get, it, it, it's trash. It has to get thrown out. It means nothing, and it leads to death. It leads to failure. It leads to mental diseases. It's time for us as leaders to get before the Lord and to get the oil for ourselves so that when we in turn go speak to God's people, we are equipped to be able to fill them with the oil that God wants for them. But we can't do that if we're not doing that ourselves. So it's time that we get on our hands and our knees and our faces before the Lord and we seek him. Seek him and let him take us beyond the door. Beyond the door, in chapter 4 of Revelation, John Patmos talks about angels. He talks about how Jesus is like a sardis stone. He, 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 he gives us the descriptions of what he's seeing beyond the door because it's an invitation for us to know what's beyond the door. So when we step beyond the door, 
where you know what's already there. This is where we live. The Bible says that we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That is our true reality. So that means that we live beyond the door anyway. But religion has stopped us short. It has robbed us of being able to live a life that God meant for us to live. We've been robbed, and it's time to say it's not okay. It's time to stop taking our fists and putting them up in the air, and it's time to hit our feet and put our faces to the ground. Instead of defying God, it's time to put our faces to the ground and say, I'm going beyond the door. God, take me beyond the door. That's where hunger starts. If we say, God, take me beyond the door, it's where hunger starts. Hopefully that message has blessed you guys tonight, and hopefully I'll be back with you guys in a couple of weeks. But I just wanted to encourage you guys with that uh, message tonight. It's, It's time for us to go beyond the door. In our day and age in this nation tonight, it's time for us to throw away religion, throw caution to the wind, and learn how to go beyond the door. I'm Prophet John Valentine, and I have enjoyed being with you guys. God bless. Amen, amen. I want to thank the man of God, hallelujah, for coming forth with such a on-time message. It's time for us to stop standing at the door and go through the door to the other side. Amen, amen. And sometimes getting to the other side, we have to press. Have you ever... Have you ever got on your knees to pray and, and, and your head is telling you to get up and, and your body's telling you to go to sleep and it's like you have to press past all of that to get into a place of peace, into a place to where you can begin to let your request be made known. You have to press. Sometimes that pressing is difficult, but how many of you know all things? possible with Christ Jesus. I'm opening up the line. If anyone has any words of encouragement, any prophetic words, hallelujah, that God may have spoken, anything that maybe you want to add to what the man of God has stated. Again, this is a platform for us all. Amen. So as you're sharing what the Spirit of the Lord placed upon your heart, or what you assume maybe the Spirit of the Lord said to you as a man of God was speaking, don't allow the enemy to rob you of blessing this line by the words that were spoken. So the line is open. Go ahead and let your prophetic move. Oh, and by the way, I do have names and numbers. So I will call upon y'all. I don't hear somebody. <laughs> amen, amen. I would like to come forth. Me too. This is um, Donna Baxter. And I would just like to say, um, God bless you. Um, 
Spirit for coming forth with such a um, a profound um, message for for God's people. God bless you. Keep continuing letting the Lord lead you, guide you, direct you, um, as well as um, just keep coming forth, um, being prophetic um, for the things of God. God bless you, and we love you um, for coming forth on the line. Just really letting the Lord use you mightily. I enjoyed the word. It was very edifying. God bless you. All right, anyone else? Praise God. This is Rebecca. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay, so I have gone beyond the door. A lot of it, well, you do have to get on your face. You do have to repent of all your sins. And then you just have to keep praying and pressing on. It could be an hour of prayer, but it's it's coming from the heart, and you mean it, and you're praying diligently, and you're determined, and it'll happen. Amen. Amen. Mr. Valentine, for such an awesome message. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. All right. Who's next? Amen. 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 Once again, I do want to thank Prophet David Valentine for coming forth and being a blessing to us on this day. Hallelujah. That message. Uh, I'm getting a little reverb here. Give me one minute. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The message was right on time. We're in a time right now where we need God. We need direction. We need direction. Hallelujah. Because no one really knows. We don't even know who the president is. So I mean we 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 we, we need direction from the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so getting on your face, pressing in and going behind the door will give us the ability of getting insight, hallelujah, uh, of seeing uh, uh, prophetically so that we can be prepared for what's coming down the pipe, hallelujah. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to turn it back over to the man of God and have him close us out on tonight. Uh, Before I do, though, I do want to ask, is there anyone else that has anything that they would like to say to the man of God? Amen. All right. It's in your hands there, uh, Prophet. And I just want to say thank everyone that has come out to listen to the man of God and be blessed. Prophet, it's in your hands. 
Uh, Rebecca, I actually want to speak to you for a moment. Um, I had seen your name come up on Facebook earlier this afternoon. Um, I wasn't even looking at anything uh, that in depth. I was just kind of looking through some posts generally, and I saw your name come up. And uh, God started to speak to me about you, um, about what he had called you to. And there's some things I don't specifically know everything that he has called you to. I do know that you're one that lives beyond the door. Um, That's a very special place. Um, You live in a very high place in the spirit. God has called you to that. And the voice that he wants to bring out of you, um, it's, it's been, I feel like it's been suppressed in a way. Um, Maybe people have, maybe misunderstood you or told you that, you know, you're just way out there or I don't specifically, I can't put my finger on it, but you, God has called you to live in a very high place in the spirit, Rebecca. And he has a ministry. He has a calling. He has a purpose for your life. And God wants to bring your voice forth uh, in a new, uh, fresh dimensional way. And he's going to do that. He's going he's, he's, he's to to give you the resources that only heaven can give you. Um, because you, you have a name that the, the angels know your name. All of heaven knows your name because you, you, you walk in that place. Um, I mean, it, it's so vast. I can't, even, I can't even fully say it or comprehend it, but you, you have a name and a voice that heaven knows. So God is, is, is going to, the Bible says that the eyes of the Lord search to and fro throughout the earth, looking for hearts that are completely his, so that he might support them strongly. You're one of those that he has found. So he's going to support you strongly in this next season that he's bringing you into. So I bless you, and I just, I just declare that the heavens are open above you. The heavens are open above your life, your heart, your mind, um, your soul, uh, and I just bless you. Amen. Amen. But before I go, I'm going to give you guys the the ironic or the ironic blessing that is found in Numbers uh, chapter six. Um, it is the blessing that God himself gave for us. And I want to bless you guys tonight with that. It says, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. May he lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. So I declare that over you all, you all tonight. Amen. 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 And remember, y'all, as we always say, walk by faith, not by sight. Y'all be blessed. And come join us at noontime tomorrow Pacific, 3 o'clock Eastern and 2 o'clock Central for an hour of power with my wife, Prophetess Donna Baxter. Y'all have a fantastic evening. God bless you. Shalom. Shalom.